Welcome to Best Threesome Ever, a podcast discussing all things revolving around nerdy pop culture. Probably not what you were expecting, but it's just as fun. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Rob, and Kevin. All right, here we go. Episode 72 of Best Threesome Ever. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. And I'm Kevin. What? It's a weird way to open the show, so... It is? <laughs> you did it backwards. Oh, whatever. That's fine. I don't care. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Maybe I like to mix it up a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I do have to make a correction from our last episode, which I didn't realize until I was editing it. It's Vanilla Sky, not October Sky. Oh, okay. Right. Vanilla Sky is the Tom Cruise, Penelope Cruise uh, thing with the car crash. Vanilla Ice movie, yeah. Right, 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 right. And we right. said October Sky, which is a like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about that because my brain didn't wasn't quite working on it either. Right. We were talking about the right movie, but wrong name. But um, it was Vanilla Sky. So, um, gotcha. Yeah. That terrible car scene. <laughs> that whole movie was just bad. I appreciate the car scene, though. I appreciate the car scene only because it's used in other things, though. The, oh, because the, it was used in Scrubs? Well, that and, like, two or three other TV shows, actually. Yeah, probably. I know it was used in Family Guy, I think, too. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. I don't remember. Um, and maybe The Simpsons, too? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I stopped well, they, watching The Simpsons a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. They're still going strong, though. They're still going yeah. I don't know if I'd use the adjective strong. Are they still on Fox or are they just on yeah, FXX? Okay. I don't like I said I stopped watching them, so it's uh it's a thing. They're on Fox. Homer and Marge broke up for a little while a couple of years back. Yeah. Did they actually stay broken up for a while? Was it just like an episode they fixed it in no, 30 no, no. minutes? It was like it was it was an arc that hmm. they did, which is strange for Simpsons. I don't think the Simpsons do episode arcs. Yeah, they they usually stick to serialized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the Mister. Well, well, I guess it wasn't really an arc, but uh, yeah, the that was just like a finale and yeah, season opener. That, yeah. yeah, that was a neat two episode cliffhanger that they did and phoned. I think it it's on. did they? I, I thought the it being Maggie was fucking stupid. <laughs> wasn't it something you could vote on who it was, or was it just yes? You could. Actually. Well, you it, no, you couldn't vote. You just uh, they. People could put in who they thought it was. Oh, okay. yeah. Gotcha. Which which really translated to the writers going, we wrote ourselves into a corner. Help us. <laughs> I suppose. Um, so speaking of um, shows, apparently there's a new Star Trek animated series coming out that actually sounds rather funny. It's called Star Trek The Lower Decks, and it follows a support crew serving on one of Starfleet's least, in, uh, least important ships. And it's done by Mike McMahon. Uh, who does Rick and Morty? Oh, okay. I don't know. It sounds kind of funny. Like that, just he. I guess he proposed it to the producers. Going, I just want to write a comedy about the guy that like puts the yellow disc in the thing, so that when somebody orders a banana in their replica, it 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 shows up and like follow them around. I'm like, it's I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, no, that it's <coughs> it's it's a good concept. I like the idea. Uh, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, I'm okay. not terribly excited about an animated thing that isn't live action well most animated most animated things, things, aren't things aren't live action, live action. Yeah, well i thought true. you were just saying you weren't excited about something that wasn't live action oh no no no, no. It, it, it animated comedy there's just so much of it and so much of it is bad like we were just talking about yeah i'm not a big fan of rick and morty so i don't i, don't. I like rick and morty actually i, I 
I've grown to like it. I don't know if I've been Stockholm Syndrome into it. <laughs> That's pretty common. Yeah. I like the show. I think it's uh, funny and, and interesting. I just hate the vast majority of its fan base. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Which is how I feel about a lot of things that I love, like Doctor Who, Star yeah, Wars. Same. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. Well, we also did a, a thing that the Star Trek uh, short tracks, apparently, which are on ABC, whatever. Uh, all access, CBS, yeah. all, all access. access. Or CBS, yeah. yeah. Which they look kind of interesting. They're like little short episodes. Apparently there's cursing in them, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, there's cursing in regular stuff. That's true. Which I, which I enjoy, finally. Shits, fucks, and blowmies. Yeah, the fuck shits and blowmies. <laughs> a couple of Klingon titties. A <laughs> couple <laughs> of Klingon titties. <laughs> look like normal titties, just Klingon-y. Ish, clinging knee, cling, cling, cling up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I wasn't gonna react at all and see how far he dug that hole. <laughs> well, it looks like the first, the first episode is has Tilly in it. So I love Tilly, right? Everyone who hates Tilly can fucking die. I love Tilly. I will protect her with every breath I have. <laughs> I love Tilly too, especially in the, um, the final. Kind of episode where she oh, had where she was where Captain, she had to kind of goth out and yeah. be all evil. Oof, Captain that, Kill Me or what? Killing that, that did Captain stuff Killing. for Kevin. Yeah, right? Right. yeah. <laughs> that did stuff for Kevin. I mean, it doesn't take much to do stuff for Kevin, though. That's not true. <laughs> but anyways, it it seems intriguing. It seems like it'd be something fun to watch. Anyways, huh? at least give it a shot. Yeah, I'd, I'll wait till I hear more. Well, yeah, me too. Like we still have all of these Star Trek shows. Is uh, they're still in development. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw a couple of weeks ago uh, a picture from Patrick Stewart where he uh, he's in the room now with yep. uh, they're they're working on the concept of the show and mm-hmm. that's exciting. But nothing's happened with these yet so far, and it's still probably about a year out from actual production, probably. And uh, you know, that's a year <laughs> of of Patrick Stewart's life he's that he's in, getting he's, paid for. Yeah, but he's in his mid to late seventies. I'm just saying, you guys. Let's. I mean. Not yeah. to be a downer, but I'm going to talk about the realism of this for a second. He's in his mid to late 70s. Let's and in see good how. health. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping you're right. It, it, every time you see him, it's not like he's suffering or no, he, like he can't walk. It's not like a Christopher Lee thing when he was filming Lord of the Rings where he literally couldn't walk. Um, and that's why he doesn't really walk hardly ever because he couldn't walk. It, you know, so I guess it, uh, he's not in like failing health. No, he's not. So hopefully, hopefully he's good. I, I, but you know, sure once you get up in that in that age range, immediately my brain goes, okay, here maybe a decade will pass before you do. I don't know. <laughs> I don't under. Okay, I guess no. I don't understand where that comes from. But all right, no, I just Doc Severinsen is in his fucking eighties and still conducting orchestras. And Christopher Plummer is eighty nine and just uh, finished up. Uh, got an Oscar nomination just last year. Sure did. But on, on the, it's still 89 and the human race lives for a hundred years. Yeah. Let's, let's go ahead at the average here, a hundred years. So and that's a high average. I'd say it's probably closer to 85. So he's 70 something. So it would give him at least 10 years according to your logic. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying he's now within the red zone. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Any thoughts on that, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Any thoughts on me predicting the death of Patrick Stewart? 
Uh, well, first of all, stop it. <laughs> um, but he is he is he is very healthy. And while, he that, and while that, of course, you never truly know. Right. Um, I I feel like he's an, an active, healthy enough person uh, in surprisingly good shape for being seventy eight years old. Right. Where you know he could. I don't think he's planning on doing this long term. I think he's thinking, yeah, let's do a, a season or two of this, and right. Bob's your uncle, sort of a thing. But I, I think he'll. This should be fine, basically. Yeah. And um, hopefully also, uh, so that kid who would be king. Do you guys know anything about that kid who would be king? Uh, it's kind of that. It's sort of a King Arthur. It's like a kid in King Arthur's court, but the other way, like reverse. Instead of him going to the past, kind of like the, the King Arthur stuff comes to our time. Huh. Um, mm, interesting. But this kid basically gets a scal- Excalibur. But Patrick Stewart plays Merlin in it. Oh, really? Oh. Is it a show or movie? Movie, movie coming out. Huh. I, huh. Saw, I just remember because I saw a trailer for it before something. <laughs> What's it called? The uh, Kid Who Would Be King. Correct. Uh, directed by Joe Cornish. Starring the son of Andy Serkis. Interesting. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's in it. Hmm. Neat. Have to check out. Is there a pre? Oh, Nana touches said? on both the sword in the stone and uh, the one from the lake. Huh. Oh, neat. Interesting. <clears throat> or you could be like that god awful one where the sword was in the stone in the lake in his dad's back, which was weird. Are we talking about the Charlie Hunnan one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Guy was... Ritchie one. I didn't see it. I still kind of want to, but I haven't seen it. It is so bad. It looks bad. I still want to see it. Just like I haven't seen that really shitty. Kind of steampunk airship Three Musketeers movie, but I still kind of want to. You've seen it, haven't you? No, you've never well, seen it. The one with Mila Jovovich yeah. and fucking uh, yeah. Orlando Bloom. No, yeah. I haven't. Yeah, it's absolutely horrible. You yeah, I know. Watch it. I know it's absolutely horrible. I still want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should totally watch it. Fucking Luke Evans. I think I own it. I've never heard about this. We've talked about it many have times. We? Yeah, yeah, we have. We was... talked about Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. No, we've talked That's about right, this two episodes in a row because we <laughs> we talked about how it was like it came out right before steampunk was really a thing. It was kind of like the catch-all, like the beginning of the steampunk thing and the stupid airship and the. Yeah. Well, I think it came out right as the steampunk was becoming popular. It's okay. been a thing for quite a while because Wild Wild West was steampunk for crying. Oh yeah, that's close. But it came out like just as it was sort of getting popular, and I think they were kind of bandwagoning, and it just they didn't do it. Right. There wasn't very good development in it, although it has um, one of my favorite actors, a big guy. He plays Porthos in that movie. Um, and he's he's great. And Isn't it Ray Stevenson? I think it is. Ray. Pun- Punisher? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Oh no, he was no, he was Porthos in. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. it is Ray Stevenson. It yeah. is Ray Stevenson. And, and Luke Evans, who was yeah. Gaston, is in it, and <coughs> he was uh, Athos yeah. or Aramis. Yep. He was Aramis. That makes sense. Uh, I forget who Athos was played by. The guy with uh, Orlando Bloom. No, no, Orlando Bloom played the uh, Duke of. Oh, I'm sorry, Duke of. I don't know. Earl. I haven't seen the movie either. So Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> Duke Earl of, of Sandwich, a Duke of Cunning, Cunning, Cunning. No, um, the the Duke, the Duke of Cunnilingus. I'm what? looking up right now. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, the Archduke of Fer- Duke of Bunk- Buckingham. Buckingham. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Uh, Athos was played by Matthew McFadden. Mm-hmm. Logan Lerman <laughs> uh, as D'Artagnan. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Although I did, I was watching. Although Christoph Waltz is Cardinal Richelieu. That's awesome. He sure is. He's a great Cardinal Richelieu. I wish. That's why I wish that movie was better. I was watching old episodes. I've been rewatching a lot of NYPD Blue, and oh, and Anton Anton Yelchin is in NYPD Blue. He plays a child. <laughs> it's very it's very fun. <sighs> it's still sad he died. I am too. Yeah, but it was fun to see him. Like, as soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, my God, it's little Chekhov. Like, literally little Chekhov. It's cute. 
Ah, but anyways, <laughs> back to Star Trek. All right, we were on Star Trek, weren't we? We were. We well, were. Sort of. I feel like we were kind of tangenting off. Yeah. We were kind of moving on. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing yeah, left to we'll, talk about. Not really. Yeah. We'll that's, see what that's happens. That's why I was. That's why I used the segue of Patrick Stewart to go into something new that was coming out. I appreciate oh, sure. that. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of something new, so apparently, I don't know if you guys have seen this but um, or heard about it, but Greatest Showman is doing a remastered, or it's called Reimagined uh, audio recording, kind of like Hamilton mixtape. Oh, yeah, I did see about this. Yeah. It was on Entertainment Tonight. Uh, Entertainment Tonight, yeah, it was a clip of Pink and his, her daughter, and her daughter like is singing, and for, she's what, six, seven? Mm-hmm. She's got a phenomenal voice for a, a child. I understand it runs in the family. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, yeah. Uh, hmm. But uh, I'm kind of curious to hear it. And, uh, I mean, I like Pink, and I think there... I don't remember if there was a a cast of uh, people singing songs, but I feel like I read that Kelly Clarkson was doing a song on there, too. I'm sure it's a, you know... Various artists. Yeah, it's a compilation yeah. album, basically. Right. Um, yeah. No, the the album looks good. Um, I'm excited. I I adore that cast album to begin with, so it's helpful. Yeah, uh, a very good friend of mine uh, who I've been doing musical theater with since for like 20 years now. He last night. Yeah, Adrian. Okay. Uh, he had never seen The Greatest Showman. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I was very shocked by it too. So I literally like threw my Blu-ray at him. I'm like, take this home and watch it, you piece of shit. It's on HBO. Uh, which I don't know if I, just, oh. you know, you take a Blu-ray, watch it. That's nice. And then you probably get all the deleted scenes too, which yeah. I, always, I always like to watch. Um, I just watched it for the first time like two weeks ago, and um, I enjoyed it. I the story was kind of weak for me, but I did overall enjoy it. And obviously, the music was great and wonderful. And um, I just it felt well, if you look at the the story of a lot of musicals, <laughs> none of them are real strong, right? But yeah. for but for some odd reason, maybe I just went in with the expectation that the story would be more there'd be more to the story rather than just rush through the life and then yay ah boo you know like it just it seemed like the, <laughs> yay ah boo <laughs> it seemed like the story just there wasn't much substance to the story and I was ex- maybe maybe I personally was expecting more from the story knowing what I've heard about it and just seeing like the music and seeing how, just hearing how powerful the music is because even you know with good musicals you get good music and then you the story is more fulfilling and I just didn't feel that with this if that makes sense mm-hmm. But I, I didn't. I didn't hate the movie. I, I really did enjoy it. And the the scene with Zac Efron and Zadaya was. I, I don't know. There was something that was really cool about it, but also kind of silly. But I really liked it. So it was. Yeah. Which scene? The scene, the rope scene, where they're the uh, they sing their duet. Oh, was um, silly about it. I loved it. Rewrite the stars. That's an adorable scene. Yeah. Beca- like one of the best it's, scenes of the movie. Yeah. That and the bar scene, because the bar scene is yeah, the bar What it sounds best. like is that you're racist. Shut up, Rob. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Rob. <laughs> fuck you. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus I'm, I'm Christ. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, no, what I mean is just like the, the okay, you have a rope and then she just pulls it and then all of a sudden she's flying away. And it's like, it, the, the physics of it was a little it's, Yeah, the physics silly. aren't great, but who gives a shit? Right. It's a beautiful scene. Right. I said I liked it. It was just yeah. a little she silly. She's pulling releases on sandbags that were one of them, your harness. One of them she does. One of them she does, yeah. And, but the rest of them were just, and then all of a sudden there's two ropes there, and then it was just weird. Yeah, they, she pulls Bad. one to give you the illusion that she's controlling it, but then every other time there's, she does there's nothing, nothing to control it. Who gives a shit, <laughs> fuckers? She's spinning and doing cool tricks, and she does most of it. 
Yeah. Right. I know she does. Absolutely. She does. <laughs> I saw the um, when she was on. Uh, da, 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 I forget Spider-Man. What, what show she was on, but she was talking about it because she was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't have the physical strength to do it now." But when I was doing that, it was just crazy, like how much, how in shape you have to be to do it. And yeah, yeah, I remember when she talked about that on Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Spider-Man. She was on some talk show, and I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, yeah. Late Night with Spider-Man. I watched a lot of shit when I my insomnia, so I watched plethora of YouTube videos. No joke. Uh, I would watch Late Night with Spider-Man so long as the band leader is Deadpool. Uh, another uh, segue. Uh, have you seen the new spider suit? No. That was unveiled on Jimmy Kimmel. I did not. No. It's very cool looking. Okay. Is it? Yeah. Should I look it up right now? You can. <laughs> what do I just Is new spider way? suit? Yeah, new Jimmy? spider suit. So yeah, he um, explain. Uh, so Jimmy Kimmel's uh, like producer assistant who you know does uh, comedy bits. Uh, came out in a Spider-Man mask, and it was a very good Spider-Man mask. You're like, no, that mask looks too good. And then Spider-Man with like a big kind of bag over his head. Uh, almost, it was they were almost kind of doing a, a callback. No, he's was, I think a giant like traffic cone or something like that. Yeah, traffic cone. Uh, so he comes running out, and then he takes off the traffic cone, and you see that it's fucking Tom Holland, and the audience loses their fucking mind. And yeah, they're like, well, "What is this suit?" He's like, "Well, this is the new suit from uh, you know Spider-Man back home or whatever the fuck uh, it's called. Far from home. Far from home. And so Jimmy's like, so is this a sequel? Is this a, a prequel to Avengers 3? What is this? And Tom's just like, Nyeh. and you could tell he wanted to say something. We're just like, don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. I have been told what I can say. And that's all I can give you, stupid dummy. Uh, Tom funny. Holland is a beautiful leaking treasure. <laughs> he, he certainly is. Bless his heart. Uh, so yeah, he, he did not give very many details, but he, he showed off the new suit. It's very cool looking. The new suit is very cool looking. Um, and there yeah, have been some, and there's been a few production shots of like him swinging around with MJ and neat. Um, I, I hearken that to like when you, if you watch the talking dead and Chris Hardwick asks any p- person with the exception of maybe the producers and the creator uh, about what people can expect from the the rest of the season and it's like they want to say something but they're like I fuck I can't I really can't and they have to come up with a creative answer of how do I answer this but not say anything <laughs> I appreciate that you used the word hearken I I'm trying to you know bring it back I'm bring no, it back that's fine <laughs> I'm not, that's fine I'm not I'm I, I'm not making fun of you in any way shape or form but like you just don't hear that word very often sure, I appreciated don't. that you are welcome um, anyways also if you have not seen the amazing, uh, there, there's a supercut of Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland sitting in press interviews for Infinity War. And it's just every time, like, Tom Holland is talking at the beginning of every every clip, and then it, eventually, towards the end of it, Benedict Cumberbatch is like, nope, nope, shut up, shut up, stop <laughs> it, stop it, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, you're leaking, shut up. <laughs> you're leaking. <laughs> No, it's it's a great video. You should try and find it on the internet. It's, I shall. It's pretty spectacular. Super cut. Yeah. <laughs> Super cut. It's like four minutes long. So speaking of outfits, let's talk a little bit about Halloween since this episode will come out shortly after Halloween. <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, because we I didn't really have anything else to talk about. Because <laughs> there's not a lot sure. that happened this past couple of weeks. No, that's um, have you guys always been? You, well, first of all, are you guys fans of ho- Halloween? Is it one of your like favorite holidays? And the second part of that is, have you always dressed up? Or have you just kind of been like the... Like, I remember I dressed up, obviously, as a kid. But then... 
when I got a little older, it was like uncool to be dressing up and going out trick or treating. And then like seventh and eighth grade, you're like, fuck, it's cool to go trick or treating again. Let's go. Seventh and eighth grade, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went trick or treating as an eighth grader. With like, I feel a, like seventh and eighth grade for me was when I stopped trick or treating. Fifth and sixth is when I stopped, and then seventh and eighth is when I did it again. No, I so trick or treated up until fifth and sixth. Oh, um, and then. Uh, or maybe I just didn't go. I don't remember. Well, sixth grade, I definitely didn't go because that was that winter. <laughs> that was that blizzard. And that was phenomenal. What, what year was that? 91. Ah. You're welcome. So, uh, or maybe that was seventh grade. I don't remember. Anyways. But I do remember going out in eighth grade. I do remember. out second grade for me. Jesus, I'm old. I do remember going out eighth grade. Hold on. Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to talk about it. Let me think here. 91. Uh-huh. You were like four years old. Oh, you're so close. I was three. <laughs> I do remember it, but I was three. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. But I do remember going trick-or-treating. And here's the funnier part. So I was dating. My, I was with my first girlfriend, and we went out with a bunch of friends. And um, I was dressed as like an army guy with like a toy pistol, but it was like all black, like Without a care in the world, like parents didn't care, I didn't care. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. You know, uh, <laughs> good times. How times have changed. But anyways, so that's my question to you guys. Uh, would we carry a gun? No. no. Oh, Halloween. Fuck. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Always it's, been one of my favorite holidays. Uh, I, I, I love lost Halloween. the thread. You, you know, I've I've always been a very dramatic person, obviously. <laughs> uh, so I've always liked dressing up and being cool, and free candy's <laughs> always awesome, and. Would you uh, as I got older, I would, uh, I of course goffed a bit, and so Halloween <laughs> yeah, still stayed pretty awesome for me. So, yeah. did would you call yourself a, the greatest showman? Yes, <laughs> he would. It depends on whether others would. No, he definitely would because now that <laughs> so uh, quick aside. Now that uh, greatest showman is going to Broadway, uh-huh. uh, we're just excited for it to go off Broadway so that the licensing rights can be purchased, and then finally Blake and I can perform as the two as uh, Jackman and Efren. Nice. Yeah, right? Because we, be we would yeah. crush that bar scene. So anyway, uh, yes, uh, I've always loved um, Halloween. And that, that year of 91, I'm pretty sure I was Raphael, the Ninja Turtle. Nice. Nice. That's which, good. It, which it was a warm enough suit, so I, I didn't have to bundle up too much. But yeah, it was a, it was a crazy year. It was a crazy year. Uh, I did not. I think that was the year I was Big Bird. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> a three-year-old Big Bird. Cute. Uh-huh. A friend of mine just put a video of her daughter she's got to be like four or five dressed as an ewok running around and it was like the cutest fucking thing <laughs> this is a little nee! and it, anyways what do you kind of wonder if my first birthday if my parents dressed me up as an ewok because i was born the year that jedi came out mm. sure mm-hmm. hmm. i don't think my parents ever i don't think my I, dad likes star wars a lot come to think of it i don't think it ever did a star wars halloween costume i'm fairly certain i didn't actually Huh. Like ever or as a kid? Because I know you've definitely done Star Wars costumes. Well, I've done Star Wars cosplay, but I'm just specifically talking about Halloween. I've never, on Halloween, never did anything Star Wars related. Um, I know I have. I did, uh, a couple of years ago, I know I did Luke. Um, and Meg Han was Meg Han Solo. Love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, a friend of mine, his uh, kids did costume day at school last week and uh, one of them was dressed as Batman. <laughs> awesome. Classic nice. Batman. The other one was 22. Yeah, the other <sighs> one was 22. <laughs> 11, obviously. 11. Yeah, yeah, 11. I call her a different number every time I say it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's, that's phenomenal. 
I uh, found I can't be too close to the number because I said 13 once in jest, and like uh, people attack me. They're like, it's 11! I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people. Uh, gonna yeah, need new headphones after that. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, as far as Halloween goes, I don't know. I, it, it ebbs and flows for me. It depends on whether or not I'm, I, I, I have a, an idea I like that year. This year I had a pretty good idea, I thought. Explain. It was super good. I yes. loved it. Explain your, your costume. <laughs> he looked real cute, guys. <laughs> so, the internet. Um, I have to look this up. Yeah, so on the internet, there's a, uh, a running viral meme of Florida Man. Florida Man gets arrested after attacking police officers with crocodile or something like that. Anyway, so I dressed up as the superhero Florida Man. I had put on the state Florida state uh, flag. I uh, as a cape. As a cape, yeah. I, I had a screen printed shirt made of a white T-shirt with a red Florida emblem on it, red pants, and I was carrying around my uh, little stuffed pet alligator sidekick bath, named Bath Salts. Yep. <laughs> Perfection. It was so good. See, when you just type in Florida Man, you get every single crazy story of yeah. uh, Florida. Well, oh, yeah. It's Florida Man Friday. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Well, it's because well, of the... Because, like, every week, some guy in Florida does something fucking stupid and or shitty. As Adam no, 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 Crow, as Someone I'm, does something stupid and or shitty every day of the week anywhere in America. It's just that the transparency laws in Florida allow the newspapers to access full police reports instead of... Any arrest report is public record? Yes. That's just anywhere. It happens in Minnesota, too. So if you're arrested in Minnesota, that's a public record. You can look up anybody. Um, I was going to say they used to play a game, <laughs> Florida or Germany, on Love Line. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because Adam Carolla had this theory that all the crazy people either live in Florida or Germany. So people would call up with a story, and then they had to guess Florida or Germany. And uh, you can actually, there's an app on your phone. You can just type in Florida or Germany, and there's a, it tells you all these crazy stories. And it's, it's, it's not, not true. <laughs> I'm trying to find the, like, a, the specific, is it Florida Man? Is it like a specific story? I'm, I'm just trying to find it on the interwebs here. Uh, and I'm getting is this, oh, I saw that. Oh, okay. Well, what, I mean, what story are you trying to find? Oh, it, I was, are you saying that Florida Man was just, a specific person or just any... No, it's, it, it's just the term. Oh. It's Florida Man. Because it, the, the story always starts, Florida Man does such and such. Gotcha. Okay. You can just look the hashtag on Twitter, Florida Man, and you'll find plenty. Oh, yeah. I'm not on Twitter. I got rid of that a long time ago. I see what you're saying. I got gotcha. you. Florida Man. Because yeah, all these stories do start with Florida Man arrested for pun- practicing karate by kicking swans. See? <laughs> One of my favorites is uh, Florida Men, one dressed in bull costume. Arrested for allegedly attempting to set ex-boyfriend's apartment on fire with spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Florida man kidnapped scientist to make his dog immortal. <laughs> it's noble. Florida man arrested for hanging on traffic light and shitting on cars passing underneath. <laughs> that guy looks awesome, too. Got- <laughs> that man is a hero. Oh, gross. Florida man breaks into Burger King and drinks gallons of deep frying oil. <laughs> How is he alive? <laughs> uh, Florida man arrested for DUI after, con- after confusing bank with Taco Bell drive-thru. Yes. <laughs> oh, that sounds like something I'd do. 
I've never been that drunk, but it sounds like something I'd do. Oh, my God. I don't know if I want to read this one. A uh, 65-year-old Florida man. But he does anyway. But I'm immediately going to. Immediately. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read this one. <laughs> but, of course, 65-year-old Florida man wants to, sh- wants to show jury his penis to prove his partner died while giving oral sex. Right. Yep. Florida. Welcome to Florida, people. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Florida man arrested while for... Or, for injecting heroin at police station. So he was at the police station and he injected himself with heroin. Oh. <laughs> uh, sodomizes a pink flamingo. Great. Neat. Yeah, Florida people. Welcome to Florida. <laughs> These are all things I'm just finding on the internet, by the way. I love it. <laughs> Jesus. Florida man dies in meth lab explosion after lighting farts on fire. Some of these are just so weird, I don't know if they're real or somebody just made it up. No, no. Most of them are real. Probably most of them are real. They're almost like The Onion are creating these stories. And if you don't know what The Onion is, go check it out. Huh. So anyway, so Halloween. <laughs> yeah. You guys, so, uh, you guys big fans? Of, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm a big fan of candy. What's your favorite candy? What's your favorite Halloween candy? I'm not. I, I feel like this is well documented at this point. But generally speaking, I'm not a big fan of sweets. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just not. That's just... What did you do with all your candy as a kid? Oh, I ate it. Oh, okay. But that's probably why I'm not a big fan of sweets <laughs> now. I liked Butterfingers a lot. I uh, did, too. I, I still good. do like them. Uh, I, you know, as I get older, I get more annoyed with the way they get stuck in your teeth. Uh-huh. Uh, and Crystal Flat refuses to eat them because of that. But, like, I, I don't mind. I think the... the Taste is worth it, but like I was like, got the bits only of kid it in your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was one of the. F- I didn't like Reese's. I still don't. I'm not a huge fan of Reese's peanut butter cups. I love them. I don't think they're very good. Oh, that powdery, so good. gross <clears throat> peanut butter substitute they use is fucking disgusting. Yeah. Uh, if it, I had a Reese's peanut. Well, not a Reese's. I had a peanut butter cup by another company where they. It was actually like a smooth peanut butter in there, and mm-hmm. it was amazing. I just don't like that chalky, powdery crap that they put in there. Yeah. But all the kids loved them, and those were always a really big bargaining chip for Halloween candy mm-hmm. when I was a kid. So like, I made off like a fucking bandit. Oh, I was so gonna say, give, did give you go me, to give me your Butterfingers and give me your fucking Three Musketeers? <laughs> oh, Three Musketeers, yeah. No, I'm like gross. Oh, I love them. That, that them. pillowy soft nougat wrapped nope. in chocolate. Yeah, mm, nope. I want to suck you guys' dicks off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> From the guy looks like Silent Bob. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> I can't even deny that. And I, I don't really mean, and I don't mean that as an insult at Which all. Which is why no. I still want to do a Jay and Silent Bob bit with you. You and I, yeah. That'd but you have to like actually follow through on something <laughs> once in your entire life. I should. <laughs> it's true. I love peanut butter cups. Because I still remember a bulk and skull turned out. I was going to say, you want to do bulk and skull later this Fucker. year? <laughs> But anyway, Nick, you like <laughs> peanut butter cups. And like much like you, I made out like a bandit because a lot of people didn't like peanut butter cups, especially oh, I th- everyone I knew. My first girlfriend hated them. them. And she would, like when we went trick-or-treating in eighth grade, I got all her peanut butter cups. Smarties. Fucking awesome. Hate them. So Ever since I snipped them, sniffed them off the art table in seventh grade. Well, that might explain a lot. But <laughs> I mean, so speaking of trick-or-treating stories, so I got to go trick-or-treating down at Disney. Okay. Um, As an adult. As an adult. So we're (laughs) talking like a few weeks ago. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, So we got to go trick or treating. And like, you go to like these trick or treat stations and they just throw candy inside of this little bag for you. Are they full size? No. But like, it's a handful of fucking candy. Nice. Okay. But 
you know, obviously Ian, who we went with, mm-hmm. uh, who has a pretty severe peanut allergy. Yes, he does. Um, <laughs> he, yeah. uh, he had to go to like, basically he would get a token instead of um, candy. And so we went to all these stations. He just collected these tokens. And so then he brought these tokens to near the entrance of Magic Kingdom. Okay. And he traded the tokens in. You know, each token was like a handful of candy. He's like, all right, you can have everything but this. Uh, and they had it set up by allergy. Uh, so if it was awesome. if hmm. gluten intolerance, peanut allergies, uh, wow. soy, yada, 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 whatever nice. it is. And it was basically, you can have everything but this. In most cases, everything was, you can have everything but the Werther's original. Spoiler alert, the uh, allergy-free station was sponsored by Werther's. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the one thing like almost no one could have. So anyway, so he gets like these handfuls of candies, but included in it are uh, basically a peanut butter cup. But instead of peanut butter inside, uh-huh. it's uh, sunflower seed Ooh. butter. Oh, sunflower Ooh. butter. Sure, sure. And it was really good. Like it, 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 it wasn't. Sounds good. It wasn't as sweet, and it tasted the sunflower butter tastes like you're just eating like a sunflower seed, awesome. but Neat. like in a you know a creamy, right? Nice, like candy, like texture. So like you eat it, you take a bite, and you're like, this is alarming at first, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you realize <laughs> they're really good. So Ian enjoyed them so much, he's actually ordering some. Oh, that's nice. phenomenal. You know, to, you know, have those like a treat. So yeah. did, did he have to like just like when you were going around, he dipped to just say I have an allergy, and they yep. Came? You just because you have to just as you're walking by the you know the people who watch the entrance, you just say, oh, I'm, I have the the allergy thing, and they just they pull. <laughs> I have the, the allergy apron. thing. Did you have to say a trick or treat? No, no, you could though, oh, but you didn't. Well, I mean, the it's a long line, and people are just they're just trying oh, to get people through. Sure, so. sure. but like the the people at the station were like, ha, 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 Tuesday. But <laughs> how'd that go again? No, don't do that. Just like that. That's just like, amazing. Okay. Just hit rewind. We can hear it again. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll just edit it back in there. Yes. Um, right. Uh, so now, no. Um, so my. We're speaking of hated uh, fucking candy. Fucking. You just want to say that you hate candy, candy corn? corn? That's fine. Fuck, we all hate candy corn. It's fuck fine. candy corn. I, hate, I can have like two or three pieces and I love it. But then after that, like seriously, like I, I hit the peak at three. And I'm like, I'm good for the entire year. I think Lewis Black said it best when he said all candy corn was made in 1911 and they just people go around and recycle it and it's just the same bag and the same pieces since 1911 and he goes I hate candy corn and every year much like an Alzheimer's patient I go oh candy corn candy that tastes like corn and I eat it and I'm like this is absolutely disgusting. And I just, I can't, it's like, and then you put them on your teeth, like, oh. <laughs> if you've not heard this Lewis Black bit. I love it, him so much. Oh, fuck, it's, oh, it's great. Yeah. I'll try to find a video clip of it, but it, uh, he rants about candy corn for about 20 minutes. It's good. But in summation, candy corn sucks. It does. It does. And then somebody pointed out, they're like, yeah, but if you stack it up, it makes like a little can- corn on the cob. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. Nobody has that kind of time on their hands. <laughs> I, I. I kind of wish I did, to be fair. <laughs> I would only do that to, like, maybe make it into a solid mass. You glue it all together, and you could, like, throw it at something. <laughs> like, people that smash pumpkins. I don't know. I was going to say, specifically <laughs> the stupid teenagers from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. Ice and... Ice and, and Blondie. Sarge. <laughs> yeah. Sarge. Uh, do you guys have a... Speaking of movies, do you guys have a favorite Halloween movie? Or a series of movies since the new Halloween movie came out, which 
I've, I hear it's very good. Yeah, me too. I heard it's it was pretty rave decent. reviews. Yeah, oh, more than pretty decent. I hear very good. Yeah, yeah. Any any anything? I mean, of course, Hocus Pocus and Nightmare Before Christmas are big ones. Yeah. Um, so I have a theory on Nightmare Before Christmas, and perhaps others sure. uh, will disagree with me. I have a theory on Hocus Pocus too, but I'm not telling that one on the on our. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. Here's, well, I guess I have a stance, an opinion on Nightmare Before Christmas. It is a Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas movie you can watch before Thanksgiving. Yeah. That said, if you watch it before Thanksgiving, the only time you can watch it before Thanksgiving is the weekend before Halloween and forward. That's it. I'm against the people who are like, Halloween starts on October 1st. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just the ramp up. We can build to it. I'm not starting at 10 for Halloween on October 1st, though. Fuck off. I'm not willing to do that for an entire month. But I'll build up to it. And at at the climax, it's, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, Hocus Pocus, all the really cool Halloween movies. That's fine. If you tell me that you're watching... Nightmare Before Christmas on October 1st. Get the fuck out. You're just as bad as the Christmas people. No. <coughs> I know. I know you disagree with me, and that's okay. No, it's not that I just disagree with you. It's that the Christmas people start on October 20th. Yeah. But, you know, having a month of spoopy times is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. And the yeah. whole get the fuck <laughs> out, where does that get you? There's, there's nothing wrong with, with you know, it, and nobody's saying start at a 10 on October 1st. I feel like everyone does, actually. I, I Maybe like a 5 or 6, but uh, so what? Uh, so what? I'd like to ease into... And that's fine for you. And that's but fine you're, for me, but, yeah. but what you're doing is dismissing other people as, as bad. <laughs> because they like, just like a lot of TV networks, 31 Days of Halloween... Sure. Oh, that's right. I there. mean, it's that, and that's. I've a lot never heard. I've never heard a single person, uh, nay, say starting Christmas spirit, like the day after Thanksgiving, like starting I you know do, the holiday season on December first. That's common. That's normal. And again, so, I do as well. But I have different reasons for that. Because I have the stupid December birthday. So I, I'm biased. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with I agree with you. Like I have the same opinion as Christmas. Like I don't like it starting directly after Thanksgiving. I want it to be like just like a week before and then we can go into it. It's fine. But that's because but like that comes from a very deep spot in my black black heart that has a stupid December birthday and it's ten days before Christmas and fucking Nobody remembers me. We remember you, Rob. No, you don't, but thank you. Facebook tells me when your birthday is. I remember you. Yeah, all right. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say my... Ultimately, my bitterness all stems from Christmas. Fuck that holiday. Uh, I, from working in retail, and I don't know if you... I'm sure you guys, if you worked in retail, especially when I worked at Old Navy, they would... It, would, it seemed like the holidays didn't even exist. Um, especially around, like you would get Halloween starting in, you know, September, and then you would before Halloween was even upon us, it was all of a sudden, uh, maybe like two days of Thanksgiving stuff. Nobody, nobody right. does There's nothing for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know, no. shit. right? But then it would be right in like before Halloween was even there, 
Old Navy would start playing Christmas music, and I'm like, we haven't even gotten through fucking. I mean, Christmas has even like taken over Thanksgiving right. songs as Christmas songs. Yeah, Jingle Bells. Really? Oh, I didn't actually Jingle know that. Jingle Bells uh, was a Thanksgiving song. Was it? Huh. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Really? But you just you think of it as like the yeah like the Christmas song. But then on the opposite one, the one about over the over the or through the woods and over, over the, the river and through the woods. Yeah, to Grandma's house we go. That was to me was always a Thanksgiving song, not a Christmas song. Um, but it seems now it's more of a Christmas song because I remember singing it for some holiday Thanksgiving thing back in elementary school. That's where I first learned that song. But yeah, it just I it, so kind of got like the commercial the commercial aspect. Just it all happens way too soon. Like back to school starts in freaking June. Yeah, like Ugh. like school gets out and then two weeks later back to school. It's like what? Just let me live my life, <laughs> right? Right. So I don't know. Um, no, I just generally have an issue with over commercialization, and it makes me bitter. So back to movies. <laughs> yeah, no movies, and that's fine. Um, Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my favorites. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods is one of mine. Love Cabin in the Woods. I wouldn't consider it a Hollywood uh, Halloween movie, but it's very. But good. I, I, mm. Yeah, I um, do because it's you know, horrible. Did either of you gentlemen watch The Haunted <sighs> Hill House on Netflix? No, no. Do it, okay? If I, you like anything remotely spoopy, I, is it? Uh, it's it's not only uh, you know quality the spooks, mm-hmm. but it's also very good. It's hmm. well written. It's well acted. It's in. Like you get very involved in it, and you want to keep going huh. uh, because the story is very, very good. It's a series, um, yeah, yeah, and it's it, it'll scare the shit out of you. Yeah, it'll uh, you will old, boo yourself. The old <laughs> cardiac area. Uh, yeah. I've been yeah. having some interesting things there lately. I don't yeah, know it was I deal it with was that. fucking incredible. Really? Yeah, huh. it, it lived up to the hype. It really did. Oh, that's good to know. As long as we're talking about Netflix shows, mm-hmm. Daredevil season three. I haven't started yet. You haven't started it? I was, too, too, busy with, I was uh, too busy with Hill House. Okay. I, start it. It is. Oh, I, I'm it's, sure. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. It's good. It, uh, if you didn't watch the Defender miniseries, it's okay. They'll catch you up. They've got a recap at the fir- before the first episode. But yeah, it's good. Ha. Oh, like, like by episode three, you see the white suit. Nice. Oh, and it's nice. so good. It's so good. Like it's And it's in a way you wouldn't expect. So that's hmm. nice. Um, Crystal and I also started uh, Sabrina. Oh yeah, the teenage um, witch. No, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. But uh, it's yes. still it's the same character. It's the same it? character. It's just just based off Adulty. A uh, well, it's based off the other yeah. novel. Oh okay. Because yeah. there was um, you know back in the, the 1840s there was Archie and the Gang and yep. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. And then much much later they came out with more adult versions of the comics, which was Riverdale and the Chilling, Chilling Adventures, Adventures of Sabrina. Of Sabrina. Yeah. So now with Riverdale being a huge success, mm-hmm. um, the, the same decided, producers they yeah. s- decided to make the, hmm. the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and they are connected. Uh, in episode two, they do mention Riverdale. Really? So oh, I don't okay. know if there's going to be a crossover or not. Since that might be tough because of networks, but yeah. but they're both owned by by Warner Brothers. Well. Um, and and the CW does have a deal with Netflix. Yeah, that, that's why all of the CW shows come know, out your like Supergirl, a week after, literally the, the a week after the, series the season's finishes. over. Yeah. So I'm hoping because of that there will be a little bit of crossover. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, I know they're not necessarily Halloween movies, but I always feel the urge to watch uh, Harry Potter around Halloween. Yeah, I get that. Um, no, that makes sense. Uh, you know, just 
I don't know why, just kind of like, oh, it's Halloween. Let's start watching Harry Potter again. And sometimes into Christmas, too. But yeah. No, no, that one, that, that's a set of movies that makes sense for me to be watched from Halloween to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, I mean, it seems like- there's the whole supernatural element of it, but then also... They fucking love they Christmas. They love Christmas in those movies. And, I, and I've always loved that about it. And people are like, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You're like, who cares? Who cares? It's, yeah. it's, they it's celebrate the, sweet... the, the Western idea of Christmas. I, yeah. it is... Let's remember that it's still a slice of life film series. Yeah, and I, I feel that the bulk of all of those movies happen between like fall and just after Christmas. And then they're like, oh, it's summertime. And then we're done. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, it's true. They really do. Yeah. Like, at once Christmas is over, they rush to the finish line. They I do. can't even argue with that. No, yeah, you're <laughs> like, absolutely I just, right. I just feel that like that's when the bulk of the shenanigans happens in that school. Like, this school's been around for 300 years. Nobody knows. Wait, 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 wait. What did you just say? The bulk of the what now? Shenanigans. Oh, shenanigans. I heard shenanigans, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm only going to pronounce it as shenanigans from now on. <laughs> you're welcome. Shenanigans. It's like how, like how Jay would pronounce it. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> A bunch of the schnoogans happen uh, between, yeah. And then, like, you know, that school's been around for hundreds of years, and then all of a sudden, now there seems to be issues. Yeah, but for, for seven years. Right. <laughs> it's, it's just pure it's fucking complete chaos. chaos to the point where the castle is destroyed. Yeah. But, or mostly destroyed. I shouldn't say it was destroyed, but, you know, damaged. You know, by like year five, the faculty's just like, can we just graduate this asshole early? I can't take this anymore. <laughs> right. I just, I'm just trying to get my pension in order. Fuck. <laughs> when is my retirement? God damn it. Two more years. And Fuck. it's like, it's all the teachers who have like nothing to do with this. Like Professor, like the dead one, Professor Benz. Right. Uh, like the, uh, the runes teacher who you never actually hear from. <laughs> I hate this little fuck. Right. What about all the other kids? Like, I don't teach you. I don't care about you, Harry. Like, what about but all the other kids? Like, just fucking... It would just be... Okay, Harry Potter again. Great. Fuck you, Harry Potter. <laughs> Every year he shows up the first day. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen this year? I just want an education. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Can I just go to class and not have shenanigans happen? Fuck. Get away from me. Get away. <laughs> oh, great. Harry Potter's in my class. It's like that uh, um, Clyde on South Park where they mm-hmm. rope him into an adventure like to like South America and he's like I don't want to do any of this I want to go home you guys you guys have this thing where you're always looking for trouble and that's fine for you I want to go home <laughs> I want to go to school and play video games. Stop this. Is that the one with Jennifer Aniston as like the guide? Or is that another episode? No, this was the one with the pan flutes, I think. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember that one. It's so good. I have a love-hate relationship with South Park. Like, There's part where I really loved it, and then there's a time I really hated it, and then I started liking it again. And it's, You doing okay over there, Cassie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, uh, little burpy McBurp burp over here, just trying to pass that burp through without... Yeah, uh, we noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just saying... Yeah, no, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I'm coming, Elizabeth! <laughs> just passing a couple pork chop pickers dozen there. <laughs> That was probably one How of my favorite. How many heart attacks is that? I bought a baker's dozen now, Bob. That's probably one of my favorite Halloween costumes I did a few years ago. I went as a super fan because I just. I still think we need to. We need absolutely. To we and fucking lean on this shit. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. This year, con, let's do it. Fucking super fans. I have the. Do uh, it. I have the outfit already. Please do it. I even bought. Uh, do it with us. Chicago Bears. Can I? Yes. yes. There was a st- Mike Myers was the. the oh, that's one. right. Yeah, Mike Myers right. was in that. I forgot. But it was it was such a great costume because I have this stupid mustache, and I was like, I need to find a costume that goes with a stupid mustache. And I'm like, I could do a super fan, and my family's from Chicago. Perfect. It's good times. Nice. Wow. 
That's when I was doing. <laughs> you, you doing over, okay over there, Kevin? I got into yeah? the bed a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I see Are you that. going to give yourself a heart attack? By doing <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyways, as long as we were on TV shows, by the way, sure. uh, Doctor Who. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm excited to watch the next episode so, tonight. So I know Nick, that's fine. Nick you don't watch? I all? do not. All no. right. well, I know I should. I know you guys you should. should. You should. You guys, if you're it. not watching Doctor Who right now, holy shit, oh, Jodie Whittaker is, is bringing it to the it. yard. She is so oh. doctory. Oh, I love it. She is like a really good meld of like Tennant and Smith with just a, that's what a, I said. With a splash of Baker. Splash of Baker, a little bit of Eccleston and Capaldi in there too, though. Like it, specifically in the first episode, where she's just she's still coming out of that mm-hmm. that that whole Capaldi thing, and so she's got a splash of Eccleston Capaldi, and it's it's nice. Um, I love it. It's she's, a lot of fun so far, and that Rosa Parks episode. Oh, fuck! Where they finally touched on okay, so like with Martha, they kind of they kind of swept it under the rug. There was yeah. like the the one episode in what was it Pompeii? No, or, no, no. It was, it was um um England. It was during uh, Elizabethan times. It was Shakespeare. The Shakespeare yes, Code is the name of the episode. Right. Where she's like, we're in the past. I'm black. What's going to happen? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And then it was fine. Yeah, but that's. And while there are certainly uh, eras and places in Europe where that's true, it would have been absolutely fine. Yeah, uh, America in the. 50s and 60s? 60s? No. Not a great place. In the South? They, yeah. they finally said, okay, so not all times and not all eras are really great for people of color to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was nice of them to finally acknowledge that yeah. in a very powerful, meaningful, heavy-hitting way. Yeah. And, and the fact that they didn't uh, befriend that one white kid. Thank fucking God. Do you want another show that did that well? Quantum Leap. Yeah, No. Again, befriending that one white kid. This no, didn't. This didn't do that at all. They didn't befriend the one white kid. This is when he leaped into the African American woman in the South in the sixties. Yeah, it was a good episode. Yeah, but the, I don't know how to explain this, so maybe I'll do it off air. Okay. But anyways, yeah. So no, the Rosa Parks episode. More than that, I enjoyed with such a powerful story behind it. I enjoyed them driving home the the consequences of time travel. I really enjoy that. Also, I hope we get to see more of Nazi face. Can I try? Huh. Uh, yeah. And uh, So what I think he's saying is that a, a lot of times in episodes like this, they always try and you know bring black people and white people together in ways that they wouldn't have otherwise. Like, oh, I, I finally see where you're coming from now. Uh, right. Because you know, they, they helped. And there's sort of the, thing. always that one person who has the change of heart. Yeah. And the, there was no change of heart. It was just like, None. this is going to be bad for a long time. Oh, okay. And that was yeah. refreshing. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. Okay. In the Quantum Leap episode, that guy is there. I remember that. Right, yeah. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. They didn't have the happy ending, is what you're saying. There, yeah, there wasn't a, yeah, there wasn't a nice bow on top. Someone didn't, someone's personal beliefs weren't fundamentally changed at the end okay. of it. Then I misunderstood what I was what I was referring to was that that episode was very powerful in the getting the it was not a good time to be a person of color back in that oh, time. Oh yeah. And it, I, I see what and you're it, saying. And so. it did that, but there was there was that but change of heart that character. Okay. Happy ending okay. change of heart I see character. What you're saying. Yeah. This didn't have that. And Sorry. that I appreciate more than that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, not only did not have the change of heart character, but Holy shit, the doctor is responsible for a horrible moment in life. Yeah. Ha. Oh, yee. Mm. 
I will not spoil the episode, but it's so worth it to watch. Yeah. And, yeah, and like I said, it it demonstrates the idea of race in the show finally, but it also you know it it drives home the consequences of time travel. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you have to do, and I'm trying to dance around it because I don't want to. You, you have it. to you have to do let something happen in order to. Let history move forward. Where they're going. Yeah. You know, the, the whole let's go back in time and kill Hitler thing. They're basically talking yeah. about the consequences of, mm-hmm. you know, where the world is because of that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Hmm. Things that, that basically need to happen that and you don't is, want. And this is definitely something the show has really never touched on because they always end up at historical events, but it, they sort of dance around hand it. Hand wave mm-hmm. past the, the consequences of the actions. And this, like, the Rose Parks episodes is completely with about dealing with the consequences of those actions. The only thing that really bothered me about it, it was the, the guy, the, the antagonist, guy. the antagonist. He yeah. was from like, what, like the 79th century or, or something, something like, like that? that. Yeah. I, I just didn't buy it that that far forward race would still be that deep rooted of an issue. I did. And that's, and that's fine that you did. I call me an optimist. I, yeah, I feel I'm like that was too far forward. I think if it had been like the 22nd century or something like that, I thought it was, that would have been a lot more believable. I was pretty sure it was 29th century. I don't think 79. it was. I think it was a lot further forward than okay. that. And that's why I was like, well, that seems a bit far-fetched. I don't think it does. Like, I, I just don't think it does. But that's and, the Star Trek, you know, yeah. optimist in me. And this is the Blade Runner in me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. The Blade Runner in me. Perfect. It's my uh, new solo album coming out next year. I'm seriously considering recording those things we talked about last time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even kidding. A little bit. Like I can. I'm most, I was thinking yeah. about it all week. I'm like, I could, I could fucking do this. And only do like little parts of the song, and it would. And now, if you like the last one, here's <laughs> Nick sings Christmas songs. I'm not even shitting you. I'm gonna do fucking 80s and 90s movies and TV shows. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of which, I, I and I don't know if you guys watched it. Um, and I don't mean to get off of Doctor Who, but no, I, mean, I was. Yeah, that came to a, they came to a climax. Yeah. I was. I was happy to see that the Roseanne show has been moved. Was has moved forward, uh, and is now the Connors now. Yeah. Um, I hear they gave her a fucking drug overdose, and that's how the Roseanne died. They did, and um, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it, but I was. I was just more happy that because of one person's screw up, they didn't. It didn't punish all of the other cast members and crew members and everybody else that works hard in that show who don't screw up like that and that they were able to continue with it. So at least, I, like I said, I don't watch the show. I don't know if it's good or not. Uh, the first episode was good. Yeah. It was really good, actually. I It's powerful. Of the Connors? And, of the and Connors. from what I understand, okay. the ratings are holding, and that's good. Yeah, good. It's strong. Good. It's a strong episode. It's yeah. probably a, a different... Um, it's a different feel. A, well, I was going to say probably a different audience. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's definitely yeah. more for, for, you know, the communists like me uh, <laughs> now. But, um, but yeah, no, it's... And I was talking to somebody about this at, at work about... Um, in the original series, the original Roseanne show, uh, that Dan died of a heart attack at the end, and they had brought him back. <sighs> like, it was very... Well, the last season of Roseanne, not the reboot, obviously, but the last season of the original Roseanne was... The entire last season was super fucking weird. It was super weird. Because, like, they yeah. won the lottery. Yeah. Like, he had a heart attack, but then they won the lottery, and then they were rich, and then you find out at the very end, the whole season was a was a, like a, a drunken A fantasy, dream. yeah. Of Roseanne, where Dan did die yeah. of a heart attack, and they were left with like nothing, and it was depressing and weird. And right, uh, but then for Roseanne, when they rebooted it, 
yeah. then that whole thing was was, a, was, a, was a dream. He, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, he was fine. They didn't win the lottery, but just life was normal. Nothing. Continuing yeah. on, right? That's and that's why in the promo it was them in the bed, and she, he wake, or she wakes up, and like he's there, he's like, "What? I'm fine." Yeah, and why? Why does everyone think I had a heart attack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, I was glad that that happened. So I'm I'm glad to hear that it's doing no, there's, well. Um, there's a really powerful just sort of wordless scene at the end of the first episode of the Connors where Dan uh, goes upstairs to the bed, turns on the light, looks over. He messes up Roseanne's side of the bed, crawls into his side, and looks over, and then just goes to sleep. It's powerful. It's mm. really say what you want about the woman, whatever. She wasn't. She was a very strong character. Like the actress herself, garbage person. Uh, but the character was so strong and so iconic that, like, you do have to address the fact that this character won't exist in this universe anymore. Right. And, the, and how much that affects everyone around the, the character. And so that scene of just Dan crawling into bed and now like he's got to keep going. And it's just like, oh, oh, it's painful to watch. I cried a little. And mm. ooh, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I'm excited to see the, the series move forward because it's, that first episode is good. Good. I watched a little bit of The Rookie. That was kind of fun. Nathan Fillion. It's kind of funny. It? I want to watch it. It's uh, it's on Hulu, so you can watch it there if you haven't watched it. Um, Noise. It's uh, it's funny, and it's. <laughs> I'm sure it's peak Nathan Fillion. It, sure, a little bit. Uh, he's not as Nathan Fillion in Fillion e as he normally is. <laughs> he. Uh, it's hard to turn him into an adjective. Yeah. Right. It it. Uh, but it works. Like his character works. His character is perfect. Uh, the the attitudes of his fellow officers is. I would imagine spot on for Los Angeles and um, the whole, the whole, I think you just have to understand that uh, new recruits in, uh, in LA are treated not so well. They're, they are given pure, they go through pure hell, even though they're out of the academy, they've, they've graduated. Uh, your first year in LA as a boot is what they call them. It's not good. <laughs> you're, you're just uh, pushed really hard. And this episode is interesting and, um, especially his sergeant uh, does not like him at all. He's like, you're giving us a bad name. You're a fucking old man. At, you're a big Hollywood story. You're a story, you know, whatever. And just kind of like, I don't like you and I don't like what you represent. So fuck you. So that's kind of interesting. Kind of fun. Um, I've Neat. only watched one episode. Mm. Anyways, nerd grabs. You're going to nerd grabs? Yeah, nerd, sure. nerd grabs. You guys got anything? Yeah. I bought a board game. What? I know. Shock and awe. <laughs> Uh, about a board game called Sagrada. It is. Uh, it is a. I'm sorry, Sagrada. It is. Um, Sangria. Yes. Stigmata. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's. It's a. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Um, so. So the concept is weird. Uh, it's a dice drafting game. Does okay. that make sense? So sure. you 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 pull some dice out of a bag and then you go around the table and everyone picks one, and the idea is you're building this uh, piece of stained glass from your colored and numbered die. And the stained glass is going to go, it's all in the same style of uh, La Sagrada Familia, which is a, I want to say it's a church in Spain somewhere, but it's famous for its stained glass. Uh, stained glass. And so you're building a, a, a one of these stained glass panels mm-hmm. with your board, and that's the concept of the game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I hmm. like it a lot, and... Um, 
uh, yeah, I bought that, and I bought the five to six player expansion because I rarely ever have only four people over for a game night. So fun, Kevin. Kevin. Well, I got my first. Uh, I got my first platinum trophy. Yay. On PlayStation, which for one hundred percent in Spider Man, went for one hundred percent in Spider Man. I feel like this has actually been, you know, the the first platinum trophy for a lot of people because the game. Not only are the trophies a little bit more on the easy side, the way the game is designed, it compels you to want to do that, and that sure. has been hard for me to find in a sandbox game mm. ever. Mm-hmm. I I just feel a lot of them are either too big or the the side missions they want you to do are stupid too hard etc 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 like uh batman i've come very close but those some of those riddler trophies make me want to find the game designers and punch them in the fucking throat right jesus fucking christ you don't have to make it that hard god (laughs) so anyway (laughs) spider-man which is already a very batman-ish style yeah i was gonna say like right but Batman with the Riddler, like his entire goal in life is to prove that he's smarter than Batman. Well, he proved it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's got, you know, some of the same nonsense. So I got a hundred percent in that. Uh, and I've also just gotten a hundred percent in the, the first expansion, the heist. Uh, so now I'm working on oh, wow. a new game plus, so I can get a hundred percent in that too. Okay. Nice. I'm a psychopath. <laughs> uh, but I also bought a new controller for my Switch, uh, so oh, sure. we can do some party games. Nice. But I bought uh, one of their pro controllers. I did the one of the wired ones because it's like forty to fifty dollars cheaper. I think you talked about this already. Did I talk yeah. about the Samus yeah. controller? I couldn't remember. Yeah, you it's, did. You did. It, I forget things I talk about. It's okay. It's fair. Um, but yeah, and then last night uh, I had a little holiday uh, shindig. Yeah, you did. Um, which was fun, Rob came. Uh, uh-huh. Nick couldn't because he was working an event. Yeah, <laughs> which was sad, but uh, yeah, we had a good time. It was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, I missed a lot of Halloween parties last night. I was very sad about that. Yeah. Working in a Neil Diamond tribute band. Those that's, are words. That sounds fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a thing. Um, I never seen so many people on stage for a Neil Diamond tribute band. They, they filled the stage with people, uh, and plus a 17-person choir. So that was a thing. Touching hands. Stop it. Yeah. It's, any other nerd uh, I feel like I have one more, but I'm just I'm not thinking of it, and I don't know why, but whatever. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Touching So stop it. Uh, so I, I bought some things off of Amazon recently, and one of them was like, if you spend two more dollars you can on this purchase, you can... Get like 10%, but I don't the fuck it was. So I had a couple of items that were really cheap. Um, they're about six, seven bucks a piece, but they're Star Wars blasters and they're solid plastic. Like there's nothing special about them, but I got two of them. I got the Princess Leia pistol and then I got a Stormtrooper blaster, but they are one to one accurate size. And um, like I said, they don't do anything. There's no moving parts, but they're pretty accurate and they're pretty cool. And if you painted them black, they'd be a nice little property prop prop. So I was kind of excited property about that. Property prop prop. prop. <laughs> exactly. I also got like a little Star Trek Discovery badge thing. I got that off a of geek, actually, which is actually very cool. And then I went to Crypticon this week, did a panel with Lee, um, which yeah. was <sighs> interesting. Crypticon's interesting. <laughs> it Okay. I don't know. They, it, it's all about like horror movies and sure. stuff like that. So it was kind of interesting and kind of, uh, you know, I stay, it was Friday night. So I'm assuming first day of con, just like any oh, first day sure. of con. Um, and I'm really mad I didn't buy uh, raffle tickets for the cricket bat signed by Simon Pegg. 
I know. It was stupid of me. I should have put in money, but I forgot to. And then by the you time could I put remembered... it up next to your other sword thing. I know. It would be sweet. Yeah. Um, but uh, I did have a very fun conversation with Jake Busey. So he he's was so in... jealous. He seems awesome. He because <laughs> he's not as fucked up by the drugs as his dad is. Uh, he had a big problem with alcohol, and uh, well, he's been sober for seven years. But um, so Lee, Lee, and I were walking around after our panel, and. Uh, he was like, oh, my God, that's Jake Busey. I'm like, yeah, it is. And then he wanted to go take a picture with him. So he did. And then we started talking. And the one thing that I asked him, and I was because he had a bunch of pictures out that you could have signed. And I'm kind of mad I didn't get the autograph. But there's a picture of him from Starship Troopers yeah. uh, playing the violin. And I asked him, I said, was that a character choice or was that a director's choice to have you play a violin? Because it, it was a very odd thing for your character to be like this hard-nosed, I want to be infantry, I want to go be in the army, and then play violin. And then we talked about like how much that scene really means, like that whole scene with, I mean, the, yeah, there's the, the love little thing, but that whole just uh, scene, and I told him, I'm like, A, I was glad it wasn't a guitar. He's like, exactly. It shouldn't have been a guitar, but um, it was a director's choice because the director's wife is like the first chair, some philharmonic, something or other. And so he learned, he would play, he would, they would you know go to the gym, do their training, do whatever, and then spend like two hours a day for two months playing, learning violin from the, his director's wife, <laughs> playing on this violin that was her practice violin. And he had asked her, well, how much does this thing cost? And she's like, well, you know, it's, it's a cheaper one. It's, uh, it's whatever. He's like, well, I don't want to bring this thing home because I have a dog and I, you know, I'm 24 and I'm a stupid 24-year-old. And she's like, well, it's cheap. It's fine. <laughs> she's like, $9,000. Higher seventy five thousand. Oh, it was a stra- it was a Stradivarius built in seventeen hundreds. <laughs> that was her bad one. That's not her concert one. And I said, oh, I totally understand that. I said my brother has a bass that uh, is from also from the seventeen hundreds that is more than a house to buy. Um, so I totally get it. And uh, <laughs> so it was a, it was a very bottom line. It was a very f- interesting conversation about just that scene in Starship Troopers and what that scene kind of really represents and that like his character playing the violin kind of adding a roundness to his character and and uh, that whole scene. It's such a left field decision that like Right. He was right where he said it kind of added to the roundness of his character where he wasn't yeah he was this guy that just wanted to go be in the shoot infantry, some bugs shoot some bugs yeah. kill some bugs you know death 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 but then all of a sudden he's got this sophistication of being able to play the violin and, uh, you know, it, not everybody plays musical instruments, but, you know, the, the fact that somewhere along the lines of him growing up, he played the violin and it stuck with him. And uh, that was the one thing that gave him his solace or his escape from killing bugs or whatever. And that whole just kind of we're stepping away from killing bugs to just being human again and just having fun and having a good time. And so it was it was fun. But, uh, yeah, Jake Busey is a pretty cool dude. Cool. Uh, so if you ever get a chance to talk to him... <laughs> I highly recommend it, and he will talk to you because <laughs> he just does. And he's very tall, a lot taller than I expected. He's taller than Lee. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. <sighs> he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big boy. Yeah, oh. he's very tall. He's taller very tall. Taller than Lee? Yep. That's not by much, but just literally she's... literally by his hair. Oh, okay. Uh, and then well, I watched, yeah. I, went, I went to his panel too, which was very funny. He talked a lot about his addiction and his acting career. Oh, and, cool. Uh, a lot of that. It was very good. So that was fun. Crypticon was interesting, and I do have to, uh, you know, I did go to some of the party rooms. Matt's was very cool with his, uh, he put this really awesome throne. It was very cool. And then I went, like I said, the Minnesota Ghostbusters. Their room was unbelievable. It was lit. 
<laughs> they literally recreated like the basement the of firehouse, the firehouse. Yeah, yeah it, it was just it was unbelievable, um, and certainly had spent a lot of time, a lot more than the week that I spent building that wall for ours. So, um, not that my wall wasn't cool. My wall was very cool. The wall was very cool. Theirs was way better. <laughs> Probably had a little bit more expertise on lighting because some of their stuff that lit up. I was like, "That's fucking cool. I want to do that." So yeah, it was it was fun and Crypticon was interesting. Linda Blair was there. Um, the Six Million Dollar Man was there. Lee Majors, yeah, sure was. I walked by him. We talked to the guy that played Darth Vader in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> he was very tall, again taller than Lee, and got to be to be Vader. yeah, very British. And we were like, hey, thanks for doing an awesome job and making, bringing to life the Darth Vader we've all wanted to see on the screen. And then we finally got to see it. And he's like, well, it wasn't told me. It was going to thank the uh, Royals and all the production staff for doing that. And I'm like, no, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that was my bad English accent. Like, was, no, in my mind, <laughs> he sounds exactly like that. Yep. He does kind of. That um, was precious, Nick. I loved that so much. <laughs> And then it was just fun watching them because occasionally you would you'd see them walk away from their tables and then just kind of be amongst the people and it was kind of fun. Neat. Yeah. So I think there that's it. it for my nerd. I think that's it. I think that's my... it for us. I know. I was just thinking if I had something else for nerd grabs. I want to sure. say I did, but I don't think I do. Anyways. Yeah. So that is for us. Um, I actually remembered my, my other thing. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so uh, for the last, uh, for, well, for the first season, I was kind of unhappy with my gravitas mask. Uh, it was, oh, the, right. The, like it was cool. I, I like oh, the yeah, kind of skull yeah. thing I had going on, but I wanted something a little more modern. Right. Um, and so I uh, got a, a Deathstroke shaped uh, carbon fiber mm-hmm. mask mm-hmm. to to use instead for next year. So nice. I think it's a very cool looking upgrade. Um, it is. It's almost the, like the shape of it is sort of a Deathstroke meets uh, uh, Reaper from Overwatch. Sure. Um, but it's yeah, it's this gray with dark gray carbon fiber. Um, very very cool looking. Nice. I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Nice. Yeah. I think. Well. Ho- hopefully, I'll, when I have some money. Uh, buy some new armor for Matrix, and Matrix will have some new armor. Matt Ricks. Matt Ricks. So, yeah, so some upcoming events. Hopefully, if we decide, yes, that we will be doing the pre-show for in November for yep. Rocky Horror. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, we will be there. So, uh, the Saturday after, and we'll talk about it again on the other episodes, but the Saturday after Thanksgiving, uh, Rocky Horror will be at Uptown Theater, and we will be doing the pre-show. Uh, we'll be there. It's like a little 15-minute thing. I think you guys have a pretty fun thing to do, and I'll just be there to meander with the crowd because you guys do it better than I do, which is perfectly fine. The the game, the thing that we're going to do, you guys. Sure. I can't think that way sometimes. But anyways, it'll be fun, and we'll be there. And you can also catch us uh, upcoming things. Uh, third episode of Spoiler Sort of with our good friend Anthony, slash, uh, a.k.a. Ark Crow, did the third episode. Kevin, your episode will be coming out soon. Very cool. Yes. Uh, probably next week. So your episode will come out of Spoilers, sort of. And then what else? Find us on geekbynumbers.com. Winner is you episode coming uh, up? Yep, a new episode, Lightsaber Fun Times, is coming out very, very soon. Uh, hopefully next week. I'm not going to say that for sure, but that's the tentative plan right now. Nice. Rob, anything coming up for you? Anything fun, exciting? Um, I mean, no. <laughs> Classic. I. I was trying to come up with a snarky answer, and I went, you know what? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this has been Best Reason Ever, Episode 72. I'm Nick. I'm Rob. I'm Kevin. And we will see you on the flip side. I think I got caught off guard there. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Classic. <laughs> the views held here by the nerds of Best Threesome Ever do not directly reflect the views of nerds everywhere. Ha <laughs> ha